This is Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness. Life-Changing Wellness. Here's Dr. Ward Bond. I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and I welcome you to Life-Changing Wellness, episode number 123. This week's episode is brought to you by Bayleaf Sports Active Wear. Bayleaf Sports gives you today's new technology, such as compression, improved airflow, and lightweight materials in all of its products. High quality at affordable prices, and remember to use my code, Dr. Bond, and receive 15% off anytime you order from Bayleaf Sports. So go to bayleaf.com, that's B-A-L-E-A-F.com. Now, before we begin, please head over to iTunes after the interview with my guest today. Rate and review the show for me, and I thank you ahead of time for making our show great. And I encourage you to look up my show page on RadioMD.com slash Dr. Bond. Well, our guest this week is film star Antonio Sabato Jr. He immigrated to California in 1985, seeking a better life with his mother and sister. And in 1996, after completing all the necessary steps, he became a United States citizen, a moment he calls the proudest moment of my life. And as a young man, Antonio went on to establish a successful career as a model and actor, starring in numerous successful television shows and movies, including General Hospital, Earth 2, CSI New York, and Melrose Place, as well as serving as the face of household names like Calvin Klein. Over the years, Antonio would grace the cover of countless magazines, and he was named as one of People's Sexiest Men Alive, and starred in Mark Wahlberg's smash hit, The Big Hit. Well, Antonio recently announced plans to start his own film studio that promotes conservative entertainment and films. He's also the author of two books, No Excuses, Antonio Sabato Jr., Workout for Life, and Sabato, The Untold Story. And it is that untold story that we are discussing today. So let's welcome film star Antonio Sabato Jr. Welcome to the show today. Thank you very much. It's, it's uh, great to be with you. Thank you. Well, let me ask you something, Antonio. Give us kind of a, a quick overview of your book, Sabato, The Untold Story. Well, the book describes, you know, pretty much my entire life, uh, what I and my family have uh, been through coming to this country, not once, but twice. Uh, the story behind uh, my family's, uh, you know, my mother's story and my grandmother, what they had to go through and growing up and seeing communism and socialism as a young a- at a young age. Um, you know, talk about the struggles to come here legally, um, you know, doing it the right way, going after the American dream and so forth and having a beautiful life in this country and being blacklisted from Hollywood and just stories in Hollywood. It's just, I I thought it was compelling to kind of go back in my life and, and share that with the world because, um, I think it's uplifting. It's good. And, um, you know, maybe I, you know, I could help some people out there and I wanted to just, uh, express my life and I was able to do that well in your book you share some of the horrors that your family endured uh, including your great-grandparents death in the camps of Auschwitz and your mother being held as a child hostage in in Prague where your grandmother was murdered what did Mm -hmm. learning about these type of stories teach you well reliving the stories was was, uh, wasn't easy it wasn't easy for me and my family you know and uh, but those are stories that make us better people uh, these stories made us stronger as a family, uh, more connected with God, uh, more driven, um, more uplifting. I, I think when you go through so much hell uh, and you can make it through, on the other hand, you either don't make it uh, or you make it extremely stronger than ever before. And that's how we feel as a family. 
So, but, uh, you know, we're writing a book right now on my mother's story because it's just fascinating. And um, what she had to endure uh, from a very young age through communism and socialism. And and then my grandmother before that was able to to stay alive while her brother and her parents were taken to Auschwitz uh, and killed uh, by the Germans, by the Nazis, by the by the liberal socialist uh, Hitler. Um, and um, so, you know, you know, I, I was I was a very young boy when I first saw my first concentration camp uh, Then my mother took me and my sister to out of Prague and the Czech Republic. Um, and to see the horror that, um, that, you know, humans, uh, lives, uh, had to go through and my family had to go through was, well, and I didn't know that my grandmother had to go through that at a young age. She, my mother kept it away from me. And then I found out all kinds of things later on that my mother told me when I was, you know, able to understand really what really happened. But I did see my con- concentration camp and, um, I think people really have to look back in history and understand because looking back and understanding the horror and things that, uh, you know, especially in our country, what the last 200 years have been for, for our nation to move forward in a better way is to know about the bad. So you don't do it again. And, um, so I wanted to share that, um, these are stories, uh, uh, combine and, and, uh, for me personally, it was very therapeutic to kind of let it all on the page and, um, and write it down uh, with, with with a good friend of mine, Tony Moore, helped me write this thing, and uh, took us a year to really go back and research everything. You know, your parents, uh, you know, they risked and they sacrificed a great deal to give you a better life in America. So mm-hmm. why did your family want to come to America? And especially from you, what is your message to others who want to come to this country? Because it was... I heard a statement the other night on television that they said America, it's the only country that had that that offers the dream, the American dream. No other country ever uses that term. So what mm-hmm. brought you and your family to America? The freedom, the freedom to have a choice and uh, no other country has the choices uh, with dedication and hard work and praying and, and have family values and have something bigger than life to believe in, you can come here and make something of yourself. No other country allows you to do that. Even from our first amendment, the freedom to really speak your mind and not be, uh, you know, destroyed for it. Uh, like I was and like, like Republicans are in Hollywood, you know, like what's going on right now. It's crazy. But in Italy growing up, my parents wanted the, my mother and my father wanted the best um, for me and my sister. And there's not many choices anywhere else in the world. There really isn't. Um, uh, and, and so this, this place allows you to express yourself, uh, allows you to really go after anything you really want to go after. That's what this country is about. United States stands for freedom and honor and dignity and all those great things. Um, and so that's what we're fighting for nowadays. We're not fighting for a party. We're not fighting for a color. We're not fighting for a president. We're fighting for freedom. We're fighting for the beauty of this country. And it happens to be on the Republican side. That's just how it is. If I wasn't into politics right now, which I really am, I'm not really, but if I was voting for the first time, I would say, you know what? What's best for me and my family? What is really true going on here? I don't want to look at, I don't want to specifics on the person. I just want to know what the, what, what the party or what this stands for, right? And then I choose for myself. And um, so right now, there's only one way to do it, and it's to respect our country. I love this place. And uh, we came here one time, 
And, uh, and then we had to leave because, you know, we ran out of money and we never took any money from this country. No welfare programs, nothing. You know, we want to do it the right way. My parents and I, that's how they taught me to, to be, you know, just do it the right way with hard work and dedication. And um, so I share that. There's all those stories in the book that uh, I think they're fascinating and, and uplifting. Well, what is your idea of the fact that, you know, for the past few years, immigration has been in the news and a lot of people are crossing over. They're coming into the country. Uh, you know, a lot of people are getting a free ride. But you you and your family went through the lengthy process to actually become American citizens. And do you think that gave you a much deeper appreciation for this country because you 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 and your family took those vital steps so you could literally say, I am an American citizen. Yeah, you have to appreciate that. You don't just walk in somebody's house and just storm in and go, you know, I'm here. Give me everything. What is that all about? <laughs> but you see, the Democrats, the Democrats want to do that. They want to teach the, the next generation that everything is given to you. It's not earned. It's given. That mentality of socialism because that's what that is and communism and just ownership of your life. Because, you know, if you do this, you get this. If you do this, you get that other thing over there. And then at the end, you don't get anything at, at all anyway. Your life has been taken away. Now they're, they're focusing on this. So it happens to be the Democrats. And they're wrong because you cannot take people's lives and use them for your own benefit. You know, it was, there was time they were using the Latinos, you know, for their own benefit. Now they're using the Blacks. And now the next they're going to use this. They use, they use, they use. And it's a propaganda situation where if I can show you that I'll feel, make you feel really, really guilty. And then you will give me the money that I need to do what I got to do. Because that's what they do. They, the, the Democrats don't make money and they're, they're not successful on helping people. They're successful on the misery of others, on poverty, homelessness, um, high, you know, higher higher, higher, much higher taxes than ever before. Uh, and then you ask yourself, and this is something that I think most people should ask themselves. I don't care how old you are, but ask yourself, uh, why am I paying for? If they're taking my money away and I'm paying for all this, what am I getting in return? In essence, you're getting nothing. Um, so, and you will keep getting nothing. So I, I fight for that. It's just what is right and what is wrong at this point. Well, let me ask you this because you know, your career, I mean, you, you've been a model, you've, you've been the face of Calvin Klein, so many other famous designers, uh, you've done, you're doing television, you, you're doing movies. When did it happen where, in a way, <laughs> I hate to say this uh, in this way, but it's the only way to say it, is when you came out as conservative, how, how quick... And severe was the backlash because I know people like Tim Allen, Tom Selleck, John Voight, Patricia Heaton, Pat Boone, my gosh, James Wood, uh, you know, and I know that, uh, uh, my gosh, Bruce Willis, you know, they're all conservatives. I know Adam Sadler is, he won't come out and say it, but I know he is. And you know, what, what happened with you that when you come out and say, Hey, I, I'm going to be supporting president Trump or I'm conservative. I believe in family values. I know that, you know, God's on the throne. What is, how, how did Hollywood react to you? Oh, it's, it was negative. It was an avalanche of negativity that I've never even um, seen uh, toward me. You know, I've been, 
I mean, people that know me, friends of mine, um, definitely my family, they all think, you know, Antonio is one of the nicest guys on the planet, hands down. He's a hard worker. He's never had an issue on movie sets. He's treated people with kindness. Um, but now because all of a sudden he came out and, and he expressed his love for for patriotism, for the flag, for a country, for Jesus Christ, and uh, and he supports this president, I got I got blacklisted in a matter of 24 hours. Everybody who was there for me, um, I got you know, thrown in the trash. I mean, called names that I, people that don't even know me, other peers, people in, in the industry, names. I'm not going to mention who these people are. You know, you would know who they are. They're, they're pretty famous people. Started calling me names and putting me down that I was just some piece of this, piece of that, blah, 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 your family, this, your family. I mean, the worst stuff you could possibly imagine. I was like, you know what? You know, when you're doing something right, that's what you get. You know, you get this from the evil, from the evil forces uh, of the devil itself because when people are trapped, and blindsided, uh, and they attack this way, uh, is because you're hitting some nerves, you know, because the bully doesn't want to be bullied back, you know, the bully wants to be in control. And Hollywood has been trying to bully people about doing this versus doing that. And I just, I'm a hard head. I, I'm sorry, I like to fight when, you know, somebody puts their hands on me, and you push your, or you, you, you threaten this, or you threaten that, or you make something uh, that makes no sense. And you try to tell me that it makes sense and try to promote that kind of stuff. I, I can't stand for that. I'm just logical. Um, I just make things out of facts. And uh, I hate the fact that they're brainwashing uh, a lot of these good folks. He said, I used to be a Democrat. I, used to, I mean, I, I never really, really cared for politics, but I was younger. I, I would consider myself a Democrat because there was that propaganda put in my in my head. You know, the Democrats are better people. The Democrats want to help. They want to help the community, blah, 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 all this other stuff that the Republicans, you know, are just... God loving people, but they're too strict and they, 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 they don't let women do their thing, you know, with abortions and all that. And they put this in your head to believe like, and it's not that. Republicans are actually the ones making the, the better choices. They're the ones who care for people. You're the ones that make reality is like they actually go after facts. The Democrats uh, live in this la la land. And I'm not talking about the voters, I'm talking about the, the leaders, the people in the media, all that stuff. Because the voters, I know a lot of awesome people, you know, and Democrats just sometimes they don't know. They think like, well, I'm going to vote for a Democrat because I just want to be nice and I don't want to. I'm like, look at the policies, look at the look at the individuals, but look at the policies of what they're trying to do. And then you'll find out that they love this country. At least they go after something bigger, you know, with God. And, and, and uh, essentially, they, they, they love the flag and they respect it more than the Democrats. The Democrats, look what's going on now. I mean, the truth is coming out every day, and I'm <laughs> I, I'm just excited about what's next. Well, let's let I want let me make a turn real quick here because I'm I'm because I want to I'm going to ask you about the idea of you announcing plans to start a conservative film studio, but I want to back up a bit into your into into your life. I know that. Uh, in your book, you share that you've had relationships with many famous women, Madonna, Pamela Anderson. How do you reflect your time with them? And did it give you a better understanding of the pressures that they endured from their own public scrutiny? Well, you know, my relationships that I've had were just wonderful. You know, this doesn't take, I mean, what we are now and how divided we are in the, you know, in the film industry with the political world and the president and all that stuff. And, um, I mean, everybody's got their right to, to express themselves. And, and, and um, 
but my relationships were great. I had a great time and I wanted to share how fun it was to live those moments and have my life private in a way at the time. I never really wanted to share, but I thought it'd be cool. And, um, and, and I had great times, but, um, obviously right now people are very angry about a lot of things. And, uh, I just think that, uh, at the end of the day, better days are coming. I'm optimistic. I think people are seeing what's really going on. And, um, but, you know, those are fun relationships that I've had. And, and um, for me, looking back, it's kind of like, you know, from a, from a kid, you know, growing up in Rome, Italy and, 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 uh, and looking up to America. And, and, and as a little boy, I was like, you know, someday I want to go there. I want to see this land. I want to, you know, do this and do that. And I've done a lot of that. So uh, <laughs> I'm very blessed. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny. I have, uh, you know, when you visit foreign countries and people find out that you're American, it, I find it fascinating how people want to ask so many questions like, tell us about America. You know, what's this? What's that? Everybody wants to know. You know, I think, you know, when I think of Europe, I think of the incredible architecture, the beauty of the of the landscape. And, and I want to know more about those things. But when you go, people find out that you're American. They're like, well, tell us about America. Do you get that now? Because you, you have you went through the process. You became an American citizen. And I believe that the whole world, because, you know, you're globally known. And I think people now look at you as, oh, that's Antonio Sabato Jr. He's an American. And do people ask you about America? Yeah, they do. And, um, and they see how, how much I love it. And I'm so honored to be an American, but also I understand about living in, in a European country. I understand about socialism. I also understand about how, you know, how important it is to appreciate the fact that I'm an American, that, I, that my children are also Americans, because there's that kind of pride that you take with it. It's not, it's not given, it's earned. And that most people, when they're born in this country, they take advantage of the situation that it's easy. I mean, if if you work really hard and you want something and you need a job, whatever you need to do, this country gives you those opportunities. It really does. I mean, if you really work really, really hard, you can accomplish amazing things here. And uh, so for me as an American, I express that and I try to tell that to anyone who's asking me about how it feels because uh, there's that pride, and I think we can let that go and, 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 and express it in nothing but that because this country is amazing. Yeah, it, it is, and I hear that from so many people who actually go through the system legally. There's, there's a much greater appreciation, like you had said, and it, it's kind of like when people— you know, let's say someone goes to college and then someone gets a degree and then and then they find the, the dream job that they've always wanted. They appreciate it more because they did everything they could to work hard to get there instead of it just being given to them. But I want to step back just uh, real quick uh, because of your book is a fascinating read. But you went through a self-destructive pattern including drugs, and, it, and it's kind of related to the story that you share in the book about the stabbing death of a close friend the night before you were to do the Rosie O'Donnell show. Mm -hmm. What happened, Correct. and then what and then what turned you around uh, from going down that path even further? Well, you know, my, my, my addiction, and I talk about it, you know, and uh, 
to uh, sleeping pills and just, um, you know, I had moments in my life where I could have definitely, you know, gone down the wrong path. And I mean, but it's my life, you know, I, you know, I've seen death with my own eyes very close many times. And um, addiction is one of those diseases that doesn't just take you away or it could possibly just kill you right away. But it, it also kills your family as well and everybody around it. So for all those times that I try to get myself away by, you know, being in this dark place with, you know, um, you know, I was indecisive about a lot of things. I was very insecure about a lot of things. I was just lost. And um, what brought me back to reality was banging my head against the wall many, many times and surviving those moments uh, was, uh, was God, you know, was, uh, was, was Jesus coming in my life. And, um, so when I opened up to that realization and my, my relationship started again um, heavily and my devotion and my seeing myself the type of person that I wanted to be for my family, I, um, I went in the right path, but it wasn't easy. So I, I talk about it in the book and, and I had moments where, you know, like you said, uh, a good friend of mine, I, I saw his life being taken away. And, you know, I, uh, I've lived my life under certain rules that, um, you know, just when my personal life with me and myself that I just followed, I never really wanted to be part of the herd, you know, going to Hollywood and doing everything that everybody does or because they feel this way, you got to do it. Like right now, you know, if I'm not a Democrat, I don't have a job in Hollywood. You know, if I have a, I disagree with their opinion, um, I'm racist or whatever it may be. So those things that I've always kind of dealt with, with the, that division about people being put in a certain place or whatever, and I fight for that because I hate it. I really don't like it. It's just not who I am, uh, and more so now in the political world because now we went, you know, we went overboard. But um, but you got to stand up for what is right, and um, and that's what the book is. I think the book will allow people that are being bullied go. You know what? I'm going to stand up for myself, and uh, I'm not going to take this abuse anymore. Well, let me ask you this, um, and this is this is a personal question, but uh, how did you find Christ? You know, uh, when you let go, you have to, the first the first thing that they did, you know, when I went to uh, when I went to rehab, and, and it was amazing. I mean, listen, I went to uh, my best friends, uh, people that I that I talk to that I care about a lot, are people that I met in rehab, and and that experience was really eye opening for me because. And and you ask me how did that happen? You have to let go. You have to let go of yourself. You got to let go of that ego. You got to let go of what you see and what you touch. Uh, and when you let go and surrender, uh, that's when you can make your first move. Uh, and so I never really surrendered in my life before. I never really gave up. I thought I did, but I really didn't, because that that was there was always that Italian ego thing going on that I got to win. <laughs> I got to win, but I wasn't. I wasn't winning. I was never winning. And, um, and God said, you got to let go and you got to let go quick because you don't have much time to make that move. And I did. And my life turned around. Well, with, with Hollywood, let me, let me define this better. When liberal Hollywood turned their back on you, were there, was there anybody in Hollywood that came to your defense? Maybe they text you or called you to say, Hey, it's going to be okay. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, you know, I have several friends, you know, I have David White, he's a, he's a producer, he's, he's a pure flex, good friend of mine, he stood out for me, Scott Bale, a lot, a lot of good people stood out for me, um, and, uh, and, and we're, we're still friends right now, I mean, but in, in, um, 
in that world of people that were representing me, you know, a manager, management company, and a commercial agent, and an agent, all those people that I made them a lot of money, um, they were not there. Um, and they made it very, very clear that they were not there, you know? Wow. Um, but also, there were situations where not only I was attacked, uh, my um, my kids were verbally attacked, or my my mother was thrown out of a country club because she's my mother, you know, for no oh particular God. reason, just because, you know, or my daughter wasn't able to speak at a political class about Trump. Uh, you're not allowed to talk about Trump. And that's because I was running for Congress and they knew who I was. And so, uh, you know, and a lot more things happened. So that's not right. That's not so, right. And I'm going to well, fight for that. You know? Well, what about, uh, you know, you had announced plans to start a conservative film studio. How is that going? And uh, what is the future for that? That's huge. You know, it's huge what God put on me. You know, I, I, I um, God gave me something to do, which is to write an amazing story, which is Trailblazers, which I'm going to direct. Um, and I have an amazing cast and we're going to put this movie, this movie's being put together right now. We're in pre-production right now. And, Trailblazers, a trilogy of, you know, it's a Western. It's uh, God versus evil with amazing characters with fights and guns and swords and uh, really cool <laughs> stuff. And, and, and I just uh, put that together. Um, and now we got this thing going. And this is going to start the conservative studio, which is, you know, when God gives you something, he doesn't give you, you know, he, he gives you, he doesn't give you a little teaspoon. He gives you a shovel. Oh, yeah. You know, he gives you, you know, he gives you the whole thing. So you got to, you got to take it and you got to go with it. And, uh, it's overwhelming, but you know, God doesn't mess around. He's there to, 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 to prove a point and to give you what he, what needs to be done. And, uh, so we're excited. Conflict studios is, uh, underway and, uh, we're going to make this happen. And I'm very excited. Well, that's awesome because when, when you debut the, the new movie trailblazers, then you're going to have to come back on the show so we can talk about it and we can promote it. Now your, your story is amazing because I don't look at it as a story like rags to riches, like a lot of the stories out there that we hear about, but your your family history started out with with conflict and 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 losing people to uh, genocide of of Nazi Germany. You migrated to America with your family because you know that America is the one that provides the dream. And of course, I think we basically own the term the American dream. It's still alive, no matter what people think. It's still alive out there, and. You became a model, a film star, you're famous, everybody knows who you are, and now you're, you're starting this conservative film studio, but now we have this younger generation that seems to be struggling between being labeled millennials and uh, being entitled, sometimes they're labeled as lazy or radical or progressive, but what is your message to the younger generation? My message to the next generation is to earn everything you always wanted, to work extremely hard, and, and to know that that's the best way to earn something is to work really hard and dedicate yourself. Find your dreams and make those things happen. Um, you you got to earn that, and you got to work extremely hard for it. 
and to appreciate that when you're done. You know, it's like when when you when you win your race and you're number one because you worked hard, you train more than everybody else. It's the same feeling. I come from an athlete background because I, I I competed and um, I love sports. I love to be in them my entire life, and I continue to do that. And I think that. You, you, you can express it like an athlete, you know, when you, when you work and you do your training camp and after that you win your medal, you win your champ championship belt, whatever it may be, it feels good. Right. And the same thing when, when you, when, when you go after something, um, you know, it, what we're going through right now, it's already been happening many, many times and we've done everything on this planet. We've been around a long time, but we have to pre, you know, we have to go back to the to square one and go. You know, God puts us here for a reason. Everybody's individually, uh, uh, you know, different and unique and special and all these things. And so, and this country allows you to to express that and allows you to get better at all those things. So, take advantage of that. Take advantage of of living here. And um, I tell my kids that that every day. You know, thank God every day when you wake up in the morning. Make make your bed. And go about your business and um, be honest, uh, be respectful, and uh, and work hard. Well, brother, I have thoroughly enjoyed this interview and this time with you. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to go get Sabato, the untold story. And you need to read this story. And, and it, it's just a different type of story, something that I think that we can learn. And I think... You know, with Antonio being on the, the show this week, we can literally see the other side. Someone who came to America with his family realized that let's go through the correct steps. Let's go through the system and did the work, did the hard work to become an American citizen, lit, worked hard to obtain the American dream. And ladies and gentlemen, I know that Antonio Sabato Jr. has obtained that American dream. And not only that, you know, some of you may agree with me now and some of you may not, but we are still one nation under God. It says it on all our money. It says it across uh, many of the monuments and the buildings in Washington, D.C. And we need to realize that if you're ever in New York, and you see the Statue of Liberty, you need to realize the millions upon millions of people that passed through that harbor, you know, a hundred years ago and, and looked at Lady Liberty and thought, wow, I am here. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to make something of myself. I'm going to make my family proud. And Antonio, you've done that. You've made your family proud and, and you're continuing to be that voice, uh, and even in the midst of persecution, even even Jesus tells us in the Bible, we shall be persecuted for his namesake. And you're living that right now. But uh, much success to you, your family, and much success to that brand new conservative film studio. Thank you. Thank you very much. God bless you and your entire team and uh, your listeners. And uh, I wish you all a beautiful day and weekend. And thank you again. And we'll, we'll talk soon. Hey, amen to that, Antonio. And ladies and gentlemen, remember to catch every episode of Life Changing Wellness. Just hit subscribe on iTunes or on my show page at RadioMD.com slash Dr. Bond. And if I can ask you a favor, please take 30 seconds and rate the show on iTunes. You know this episode deserves the five stars. So thank you for doing that for me as we want to bring you the best show possible. 
Just look up Dr. Bond's life-changing wellness on any streaming service. You can learn more about me at drwardbond.com. And I want to thank you for listening this week to Life-Changing Wellness. And remember, something spectacular happens when you treat your body right. Have a blessed day, everyone.